Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. blessing of coming together for the, for the presence of your spirit amongst us speak to us through your word illuminate our lives bring direction, bring guidance help us to move forward in our walk with you in the name of Jesus mighty Holy Spirit open the eyes of our understanding to behold wondrous things from your word we give you praise, we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name, and everybody said, Amen. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Are you happy to be in God's presence today? Wow, I believe that God has a special message for you this morning. Amen. Say amen to encourage the good preacher. Wonderful. So, um... I want you to pay attention as I speak to you and expect that God is going to speak to you. Amen. And once you expect it, the Bible says that the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut short. So as a righteous person, which is a Christian, you must always have an expectation. So invariably, the Bible is saying that your expectation determines what you get. Amen your expectation in any relationship, your expectation in anything you do determines what you get. And when it comes especially with God, your expectation plays a great difference. Today may your expectation come to pass. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm continuing on this. On the series I'm sharing, Why Non-Tithers? become poor and how tithing Christians can become rich. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. And I'm sure many of you have the books by now. Amen. Amen. Tapelo, where's your book? Okay, Isaac has it. Good. Great. Powerful. So, let, let's, let's roll, okay? And don't be distracted by anything, okay, please. Good. Now, let's roll. We were talking about 20 reasons why Christians, some Christians do not pay their tithes. How many of you remember? We are reading from chapter number four of the books provided. Why? 20 spiritual problems. And I think the main revelation to get in this teaching is that when somebody doesn't pay tithes, it's not because the person doesn't have money. The person is on a spiritual decline. The sound was okay. You're just taking us off now. The person is on a spiritual decline. Amen. Or has a spiritual problem. Or there's a spiritual poverty. Amen. Do you get it? Once you cannot move past the fact that the reason why somebody doesn't pay tithe is not financial, you will always struggle with paying tithe because money will always be a determinant in your obedience to God when it comes to tithing and giving of offerings. Because somebody will argue about, Pastor, tithing is about money. Yes, it's about money. But non-tithing is not about money. Because tithing is about money that you already have. Amen. Do you get it? It's not about something that you don't have. Like most of us, if not all of us, in fact, all of us are black. Do you get it? If I ask you to do something based on being white, I'm asking you for something outrageous and something beyond your reach. 
But if I ask you to do something which is done by being black, you already have it. Do you see? So when you don't do it, that, that's not something else. You see, if, I'm, if, if, if God is asking for money you do not have, like yesterday I had a meeting and I asked a brother for a Lamborghini. Do you see it? I asked him for a Lamborghini. Now, I was asking the, asking the guy for a Lambo. It's like, it's, it's, it's outrageous because he himself drives a Renault. Now, somebody who can give you a Lambo should be driving a Ferrari. Do you see it? And seeing that he drives a Renault means you have asked a person for something that is impossible. Do you see? Now, God asking us for tithe is asking us for something that we already have. So, when we say we don't pay tithe because we don't have, we are lying. Do, 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 do you come, are you coming along? I, I think if I can just get you past this point that it's not because you do not have, but it's rather because of a spiritual decadence or a spiritual problem. That's why we are not able to tithe. Then you can now know, you see, when we rightly diagnose the problem, then we can now start solving the problem. Amen. And we have looked at many things and Today, I just want to look at one of them because that one leads us to something. One of the problems, what are some of the problems we looked at? Well, it's, sometimes it's unfaithfulness. They are just not committed to what you are doing. So faith, unfaithfulness, it's not a financial problem, it's a spiritual problem. Sometimes they are stubborn. What? Rebellious, which is stubbornness. People are just stubborn. Do you see? So it's like, there, it's not that the money is not there, but I'm stubborn. I don't want to obey what God has asked me to do. I'll obey every other thing, but when it comes to tithing, I will not obey. What was the other one? They obey in, in sections. They choose what to obey. Another one. Greedy. You, can you see, can you follow the pattern to see that these things that we are mentioning have nothing to do with money? It's, it's just, the person is naturally greedy, which is the person wants to have everything. So it doesn't make sense to the person to give away anything. Anybody who's greedy doesn't want to give anything. Do you understand? We said also that sometimes it's immaturity. The person is a child. The person is not matured. Do you see? So cannot even mentally stretch their minds to see how important or how helpful tithing will be. And I explained to you, I played a game with some children some weekend ago. The youngest of the children, the game was a very simple game. I roll a ball to you, you roll it back to me. I roll it to this person, they roll it back, and the fan continues. And the fan is exchanging the ball. But I realized that this little one, once the ball goes to him, he doesn't want the ball to go to anybody anymore. He will sit on the ball, lie on the ball, put his stomach, I mean, use his feet, everything to cover the ball so that nobody gets the ball. And I'm, I'm saying to myself that, don't you see that the fun comes to an end? Once you keep the ball, he cannot see. And then when he keeps the ball, he's beginning to wonder why the game is not continuing. How can, can the game continue? I, 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 I'm enjoying preaching today. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm enjoying it. I, I, I'm wondering, can you not see that the, the fun has ended because you have decided that I'm keeping the ball, I won't release it to anybody. And then when you are keeping the ball, you are looking at all of us and you expect us the same reaction we, we, we do when we get the ball. You are expecting us to give you the same reaction. Meanwhile, the ball doesn't come back to us. That reaction is produced by the ball coming to us. So you preventing the ball from coming to us prevents us or denies us the opportunity to replace, to, to reproduce that action. But he doesn't get it. Then he'll be looking at all of us. I said, pass the ball. If you pass it, if you pass it, we will all be happy again. Do you get it? I don't know whether he wanted to be the ball or what. You can't even understand. It's the same way when you are a child and you are not matured. You don't see that the, the, the you don't see the benefits of tithing. You can't understand. 
You don't see how tithing benefits you. Uh, the reaction it causes from God to you, you never see it. You are unable to see it. So you just say, let me keep everything. Then you'll be sitting down wondering, why is God not reacting in this particular way towards me? That reaction is provoked by you releasing the tithe. That's how it comes. That's how it comes. You are sitting on the thing that makes the, produces the, that reaction, which in science we call a catalyst. That produces it. But but you say, oh no, I want to keep everything. When I keep, I have more. Look, when you keep, you only have what you have. When you release, you set yourself up to have more. Yeah. You set yourself up to have more. Today, I want to deal with another spiritual problem, which is people don't pay tithe because they are ignorant. Ignorant. They are ignorant, which is, you see, ignorant is not, even if you don't listen well, you think it's an insult. Because when I say, I say, you are ignorant. I went to church, they were insulting me. This tall and dark and handsome pastor, he has insulted me. No, 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 no. It's English. It means that you don't know. Do you see? So, whatever subject is in discussion, you don't know or you do not know much. You don't have enough information, enough knowledge of that thing. When people don't pay tithes, it's because they don't know. A lot of things you don't do because you don't know. You don't know. You do not know. Do you, do you get it? There are things you know. You did what? Civil. There are things you know that Asanda does not know. Do you get it? Asanda, do you know about civil engineering? So when they ca- do you know about structures? Do you know about water? You, the only water you know is the rain and the water that comes from the tap. Is that not so? Uh-huh. And then tears. Do you get it? Uh-huh. You don't know. So if I say that when it comes to civil engineering, you are ignorant. It's not an insult. It's actually the truth. I'm stating the fact. But if you were to be informed and educated on structure, water, shear force, uh-huh. bending moment, tensile strength, immediately you will become a totally different person. You will be enlightened. Immediately you become a totally different person. Totally but there may be other things that you know that he doesn't know. I don't know. I hope maybe cooking. What, what course are you doing? Electrical. Uh-huh. So light. Force. Light and what? Ah, you don't know your own course. Hey, let me go home. I'm going home. Please, stand to your feet. Let's close the church so that we can go home. So that... <laughs> you see, these are two engineering students. Or engineer. This one is qualified. This one is here to qualify on their way to qualification. Electrical, electrical, and civil. So when it comes to electrical, this one is also ignorant. Doesn't know about current flow. Doesn't know about light. Doesn't know about electricity. All these things. Heavy voltage. Ah, You are not warm. Please, any course you are studying, make sure you are warm on it. Don't come and sit in the church and then when we ask you something, you don't know. You are disgracing us. Disgracing us, please, please don't spoil this morning's nice service. You are disgracing us. If you say that you are an accountant, when we ask you about bookkeeping, ledger, or you must just tell us. Do you see? If you say you are an economist, when we ask you about demand, supply, elasticity, you should tell us. Not that when we ask you, you'll be looking at us, eh, Uban. Price, equilibrium. You don't know equilibrium. You say you are you are an economist. <laughs> Opportunity cost, thank you. <laughs> ah, you say you are <laughs> let's go on. I'm talk- today. We are solving ignorance problems. 
And my point is that you don't do things because you don't know them. If somebody were to teach you, immediately you start to do them, hopefully. Because now you know about them. You know how to. Hallelujah. It's in that book that you have. So today, or let me read a few scriptures on what ignorance is. Acts 17, 30, the Bible says, at the time of this ignorance, God winked at. But now commanded all men everywhere to repent. God is saying, let's repent. Let's change from our ignorance. Sometimes people don't know about tithing. They don't know enough about tithing. Sometimes people do not pay tithe because they are ignorant of the word. That is why I'm preaching this message. When you go through this preaching, you will, have, you, will, you, will have, you will not have an excuse to pay tithe. I'm reading from the book. The more of the scripture that I see on the concept of tithing, the more I want to pay tithe. After reading this line, ignorance will no longer be an excuse for you. The evidence of scripture is, all, is overwhelming. You have no choice but to yield to the word of God. You can no longer claim ignorance in the doctrine of tithing. Amen. Now, so that we can solve this ignorance problem, I want us to go to chapter 4. Chapter 4. Where is chapter 4? Chapter 4 of the book. Seven things every Christian must know about the tithe. So this is a quick ignorance cure service. Amen. Today, ignorance is dying in our lives. It's chapter what? Chapter 8. Sorry, not chapter 4. Chapter 4 is where we are currently. So, chapter 8. Seven things. This is a quick, a quick study into tithing. Where is chapter 4 in my book? Chapter 8. Don't, don't fear. I'm at 7. I'm going to 8. Now I'm at 8. 68 in your book. 63 in the old book. 71 in another book. And 74 on my tablet. So, seven things, quickly. How many of us want to, want to solve the ignorance problem today? Yeah, let's solve it. Let's understand. Please open it in the book for me. Let's understand what it really is. Hallelujah. So that you, you know what, what it is, why you are doing it. Number one, the word tithe is from the word dekate, D-E-K-A-T-E, or decate, or depending, but in the Hebrew, it's from the Hebrew word dekate, which means a tenth. It means 10%. That's where the word tithe. So anytime you see the word tithe in the Bible, it's translated from the original Greek word, the karte, which means 10%. So the tithe is 10% of everything that God gives you. That's the tithe. Are we solve, we ask, did he give us some um, civil words? He didn't. You too. The two of you see me after church because I can't accept it. Prudence, do you accept it? I mean, as a teacher, will you accept that? You, your student, no, 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 we don't accept. We do. Even if Prudence accepts, I won't accept. I want my people to be warm. Amen. Be warm. It's all to help you to pass your exams and do well. You see, if you come and you say you are a doctor, you have to be warm. You have to know your stuff because there's a way you can go to school. You pass the exam, you don't know anything. No, you don't know anything. So after you finish, you come, you still don't know anything. Now, that type of people we don't, we don't, we don't accept. We want to train ourselves, starting from today, that if you say you are studying something, you will know it. Do you get it? You know it that ignorant people like us, you can frighten us. Do, do, do you get it? Yeah, you can frighten us. It's, it's, every teacher is happy when they, the students, they know things, the things that she or he has taught them. So I, I, I'm coming to the two of you after, in the afternoon, around four o'clock. 
Load shedding. <laughs> Amen. You guys did what? Civil. Uh-huh. So if they lie to me, you just tell me that they are lying. Thank you very much. These are two civil engineers. Good. Let's press on. Amen. Say another amen. Amen. But I don't want you to know what I started. What I started. <laughs> what I'm starting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. I said the tithe is from the word decata, which means 10%. So anything that you have, you divide it by 10. One of it is for God. That's the first thing you must know. Number two. Number two is what? The tithe is the first fruit of everything that you have. The tithe is the first fruit of everything that you have. So it's not just 10%, but it's the first fruit, the first 10% of what you have. Not you spend, you chop the money and when it's about to finish, then you say, 10% is left, let's go and give it to God. It's the first 10%, the first fruit. So if let's say you had a tree that gives, brings forth fruit, it will bring 10 monthly, 10. The first one that comes, that's the one that is for the God. Even when we look at types of tithe, one of them is even the tithe of the children, which is the first child that comes out is for God. The one that breaks the matrix is for God. So the first child that comes out of the womb is for God. Not just, so I have seven children, I give you the last three. Three is more, three is more than one. No. You can give the three, but you must give the first one. The first one is what God is looking for. The one that broke the matrix. Hallelujah. Now, the word first fruit is used interchangeably in the Bible with tithe. Because they mean the same thing. So, sometimes the Bible wants to say tithe, it will say first fruit. Sometimes it wants to say first fruit, it will say tithe. It, it means the same thing. Let's look in the book. The word tithe is used interchangeably with the word first fruits. And there are several examples in the Bible. This is important. This is an important word. Or this is important because the word first fruit is more commonly used in the New Testament. This is the reason why people say that tithing is an Old Testament doctrine. Because in the New Testament, there's more electricity, there's more light. So they use the word first fruit. So people say, we don't see tithe in the New Testament. So it's an Old Testament something. But you still pray and use Old Testament scriptures. I'm surprised why you have not stopped using Old Testament scriptures to pray. Because no weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. It's from the Old Testament, but you still use it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It's in the Old Testament, but you still use it. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. It's from the Old Testament, but you still use it. Goodness and mercy shall follow me is from the Old Testament, but you still use it. But that's not the argument for today. The point for today is for you to know that. So in the New Testament, the word tithe, the word that is used for tithe commonly is the word first fruit. First fruit, but they all mean the same thing. Hallelujah. As you go through the Bible, you will see example, Nehemiah. Nehemiah 12, 44, it says, And at this time, and at that time, were some appointed over the chambers for the treasure, for the treasures, and for the treasures, for the offerings, for the first fruits, and for the tithe. So they appointed people to look after the first fruit and the tithe. Nehemiah has another example. Nehemiah 10, 30, 30, 30, okay, 35, 36, 36, 36. And bring the first fruit of our ground and the first fruit of all our fruits of all trees year by year unto the house of the Lord. And also the firstborn of our sons and our cattle. You remember I told you the first one that comes out. The firstborn of our cattle. 
or cattle, as it is written by the law, the first links of our head and our flocks to bring to the house of God and to the priest that minister in the house of our God. And that we should bring the first fruit of our dough and our offerings and the first of all manner of trees of the, of, of the wine and, and, oil, and of oil unto the priest and to the chambers of the house of our God and the tithes of our ground unto the house of our God unto the Levites, that the same Levites might have the tithe in all the cities of our villages. Ezekiel also said it. It's in your book. Read it. Solomon also said it. It's in your book. Read it. Number three. I have very little time, but I want to share these seven things with you so that we cure ignorance. We cure ignorance. One of the things that coronavirus has done for us is that it has cured the ignorance of washing our hands and self-hygiene, personal hygiene. So now many of us wash our hands. Hopefully. Before, so one of the questions I asked, before what were we doing? Do you get it? It was the time of ignorance and God winked. God showed his mercy. So today, by today's service, we are curing ignorance in our lives. Number three, the tithe is God's property. It is money that actually belongs to God. The tithe is God's property. Many of us think that we have something we are giving to God. But God's something is with us and we are returning it. Leviticus 30, 27. It says, 27:30, And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's, it's holy unto him. So the tithe actually belongs to God. It has just come to you. It's just coming through you. You are the source by which it is coming. It's not like it's your money that you are giving to God. It's a portion of what has come to you. Which be, it's, like, it's like your salary. When you go for an interview, they finish the interview, they say, oh, we are going to pay you 26000 Then you are happy. When you go, Charlie, how, what was the offer? 26000 Wow. The month ends. When your sleep comes, you see that, ah, in fact, before your sleep comes, you see that your, when the pay comes in, it reflects 19,500. Then you'll be wondering, eh, there must be a mistake. Then you go and collect your sleep. When you collect your sleep, you open it, you see that 26,000 is up there. Say, yeah, they have made a mistake. I'm going to HR. I'm going to toy toy there. Then when you get there, they show you, oh, your, your, your salary is actually 26000 And that's how much we paid you. You say, no, this is my bank statement. I want to show you. You gave me nineteen five hundred. Say, yes, that's the portion of your salary that comes to you. The other 6500 SAS, UIF, pension, medical aid, all these things. The union you belong to, Kosatu or uh, Satu or anyone you belong to, they, they are all, these are their charges. So for the services that you are getting from them, these are their charges. These are their charges. So if we, we, can, we can even give you all the 26,000, but you have to go and pay them because you owe them. But because we don't trust you, we will not give it to you to go and pay them. We pay them first. Then we give what is yours to you. You see, the only problem with God is that he trusts us. So he gives us everything. If God was not trusting us, he will also take his time before it comes to us. But the thing about God is that God is trusting, so he gives us everything. And once it comes to us, then our greed starts to come forth. Because then we now say that, ah, 
Thank you for what is mine, but I want to take what is yours also in addition to mine. I want to take it. I want to take it. I tell, I can't even feel it. I want to take it from you. I want to collect it. I don't want you to have it. I want to keep it. The tithe is actually for God. It's for God. It's not yours. It's not mine. It's for God. We are just returning it. We are, God is giving us a chance to show ourselves faithful. You see, one of the greatest qualities on this earth, do you see, apart from love, is faithfulness. It's faithfulness. That's why when people say, why do you talk about loyalty in the church? It even sounds funny because when we get to heaven, it will be a main thing. One of the most important qualities, apart from love, which comes with forgiveness and all its related things, is faithfulness. Yeah, like somebody said, you want to have a faithful husband, but you don't want to be a faithful person. But you don't want us to talk about faithfulness. But you want to have a faithful husband. You want to have a faithful boss. You want to have a faithful child. You want to have a faithful everything, but you don't want us to talk about faithfulness in the church. Hypocrisy. Do, do, do you get it? So God is giving us a chance to show that we will be faithful. What you give us, we will be faithful with it. We will faithfully bring. You see, because, you see that, that's the beauty about God. God is a just God. He doesn't want anybody to come to heaven and say, oh, God, I didn't get the opportunity to show myself faithful. Do you get it? So you can't judge me on, faith, on, on the grounds of faithfulness. To say, how faithful were you? When I wasn't, like, like God cannot judge you on how much you forgive if nobody offends you. Do you see it? Because you didn't have to forgive anybody. Nobody offended you, so there was no need for forgiveness. So, God, well, because God wants also to know whether you forgive or not, he will let somebody offend you. If nobody has offended you before, then you, you, you were just born yesterday. But being around for some time, you will see people offend you from time to time. And God is using it to teach you forgiveness. The same way with faithfulness, God is giving everybody. The tithe gives everybody an opportunity to prove themselves faithful. So that when we get to heaven, we say, oh God, I tested positive for faithfulness, please. I tested positive. So when you shy away from giving what belongs to God to God, God sees that, ah, you are not faithful. Number four. Number four. It's ignorance being cured. It's ignorance being cured. Number four. The tithe is holy money and anyone that misuses it misuses a holy thing. The same scripture. All the tithe of the land, whether I be the cedar, it is the Lord. It is holy unto him. So when you use the tithe, to buy food, to pay rent, to pay school fees, to help your children, to help yourself, to go to the saloon, to buy fuel. You are misusing something that is holy. The tithe is not for fuel. At least not your fuel. You are, you are misusing something that is holy. So when we say something that's holy, what does it mean? It means something that is separated to God. You are misusing it. Hey, pastor, you see the situation was very hard. I was just telling somebody before the service that, I mean, we are, we, are, we, are, we are caught up in a situation. I said, don't lie. Do you see? Don't lie. Yeah, let's just tell them the truth. When you tell them the truth, and then I said, I would rather a human being is angry at me than God is angry at me. Do, 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 do you understand? I will prefer that. Instead of invoking God's anger, I will rather invoke a human being's anger by telling them. I say, so, so, so that you don't lie, just tell them exactly what it is. So that, worst case scenario, a human being is angry with us, but not God. If you don't have this principle, you just lie easily. Yeah. Then the person's response was that, People easily, it's almost like we fear human beings more than we fear God. That's what the person is like. We fear, it's like we fear human beings more than we fear God. 
Not that we fear God. But you should fear God. If you know who God is, you should fear. Yesterday I was saying at the breakfast meeting that God, you, you shouldn't even say anything against God. Because, look, all God needs to do is to move the earth just a little closer to the sun. And then that's it. All of us are finished. Or a little away from the sun and we'll be cold to death. Yeah. We'll be, we should be afraid of God. You see, our, our galaxy, what we call the Milky Way, which has all these planets and all these things, is just one of many galaxies that God has. Do, 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 do you get the point? It's just one of many galaxies. That it's it's one, one of millions of galaxies that God has. So sometimes we, we exist that we are the only thing that God has. The earth is the only thing that God has, and we are the only people in the system. The guy has so many galaxies, and even in our galaxy, we are just one small part of our galaxy. When God is walking in the sky, he steps on the earth as, like, you know when, you, when it rains and there's water everywhere, and we put stones, and you want to walk, you see, step on this stone, then... That when God is walking in the atmosphere and he, he steps on the earth, then he's there. He says, oh, let me step on Mercury. Then he steps on the sun and it doesn't burn him. <laughs> you should be afraid of this type of God. I'm telling you. You should be afraid. Maybe that's even how we get earthquakes. God is walking somewhere. So when he steps on the earth, then the earth shakes. Go, 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 go. Then, we, then people are dying. <laughs> then places are flooding because God is just taking a step. Or he just moves his foot. <sighs> now, footstool. Even footstool doesn't mean that God is moving necessarily. It means he's sitting down he's resting his foot on something. So it's not like he's even moving. He's sitting where he's sitting, or elsewhere, and he has just put his foot on the earth. He has put it on the sun for some time. His foot is warm, so he wants to put it on the earth. <laughs> you should be afraid of such a God. That's the type of God we are serving. Yeah. What our sun? You see the sun that we all cannot. We depend on it so much. The sun, it's just one of many stars in the sky. The sun, the sun that has come today. It's one of millions of stars. And it's one of the smallest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In fact, prophet mentioned one, one, one star that's about six million times bigger than our sun. Can you imagine? Six million times bigger. So our sun times six million before you get that one. Can you imagine? I mean, as you are here, you can't imagine anything bigger than the sun. The fact that where we are and where it is, we can see it with our naked eye. It should tell you that it's very big. But you'll be surprised that some of the stars you see, they are bigger than the sun. The reason why they look smaller is because they are further away. You should be afraid of number five, number five, number five. What's number five? The tithe is used to support the priest. The tithe is used to support the priest. Today I'm solving all ignorance problems. Don't say you don't know about tithe anymore. It's used to support the priest. Let's read the scripture. What scripture is that? Numbers 18. Neither must the children of Israel henceforth come nigh the tabernacle of the congregation, lest they bear sin and die. But the Levites shall do the service in the tabernacle of the congregation, and they shall bear their iniquity. Already you can see I'm carrying your sins. Yeah, any mistake you make is, is, is I'm to blame for it. Yeah, that's why you blame me easily. It's not, it's not your fault. It's the Bible. Bible. Did I tell you the story of a guy who he had gone to fornicate in the church 
And then when the elders of the church called him for a meeting, he said, oh, even he has stopped the church. He has just not told them. So they asked, ah, why have you stopped the church? So the, the preaching of the church is not good. They said, oh, how can you say that the preaching of the church is not good? So if the preaching was good, why would I have gone to fornicate? <laughs> so according to him, it's the church's fault. That's why he has gone to fornicate. If the pastor was preaching well, he would never fornicate. So this is, this is it in the Bible. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let's go for it. Let's go. Our time is up. He says, but the Levites, yes, we have read that. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations. That among the children of Israel, they have no inheritance. That is, the priests have no inheritance in the whole thing. Their only inheritance is what God gives them. Now, now he's setting up what the priest must, what must be used to take care of the priest. Because they, as they were sharing the land, they will give nothing to the priest. That's why at the end of the month, you see that Nasfas don't give me anything. Um, Kokta doesn't give me anything. Sasa doesn't give me anything. Any of the places you get money from, they don't give me anything. I, the 350, they, they don't give me. They don't give me. <laughs> they don't give. Now let's see where I am I, also taking care from. It says, but the tithe of the children of Israel, which they have offered as an Eve, Eve offering unto the Lord, I have given unto the Levites to an inheritance. The Levite means the priests. So it says, the priests should be taken care of from that, from the tithe that the people gave. So this shirt I'm wearing is your tithe. Yeah, so you should be able to confidently say, ah, we have bought a very nice shirt for bishop to wear. I mean, it's your tithe. If you didn't pay tithe, I couldn't have worn this one. And even the shoe. Yeah, the sh- no, this shoe was a gift from somebody. But that's also a way that God provides for the priest. Yeah. You should say it. I, I mean, when I hear you say, I won't be angry because it's the truth. It's when you pay tithe, then I buy electricity at home. If you don't pay tithe, I'll be sleeping in darkness. <laughs> Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, that's how they take care of the, the priest. And it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Please, that's why we said have the book. So that when you go, you can read it for yourself. Because you can't read everything in this. Number six. There are seven different types of tithes. Seven different types of tithes. The tithe of the flock and heads of your sheep. You know, people get tithe different types of increase. Do you see? But you will see they'll be paying just tight on their salary. Yeah. Well, they have other small businesses which bring, they sell chappies. You know chappies, right? They sell knickknacks. But they don't pay tight on it. They sell amakunya and chips and poloni. But they won't pay tight. They do triple M. And they get some profit. That don't pay tithe on that one. They do, which is the one, the internet one, what is it called? Bitcoin. Forex. Trading. Trading, but they won't pay tithe on it. They just pay on their salary. Standard tithe. Yeah. There's nobody, your tithe is 500 throughout the whole year. There's nobody like that. Are you saying apart from the whole year? I mean, nothing happened and something came in by accident, especially if you do business. You know, some people, they work stuff. Let's say you are a teacher. That's what their department gives you. End of story. That's all. No, no, no. Once on your birthday, they give you a little more. Or perhaps they don't. Or bonus. Even last year, they didn't give us bonus. We agree. But you do business. Your title is 620 every month. Hey, it doesn't drop sometimes. It doesn't go up sometimes. How, how do you do the business? 
Or maybe you are renting houses, so it's the same rent every time. Yeah, yeah even, as, even just from, as, from a business perspective, it cannot be the same all the time. So there are seven different One is the tide of the flock, which is the normal business you do. Number two, the scriptures are there, so please read it. B, the tide of the fruit of, from your field. It's also another type of tithe. The tithe of the individual industries which produce oil, wine, and corn. So different things in your life that yield tithe. Number four, the tithe of the smallest possession. I think this is where we are guilty the most. The tithe of the smallest possessions. One day we'll teach on this properly. Smallest possessions, which is, oh, you are just going, then you said, oh, hey, this thing, I don't have money on me. Then your friend said, oh, this is 50 rands, you say for it. You have to tithe on it. You don't just say that, oh, you know, this is just by the side. It's too small, even God cannot see. God cannot use five rands. You, God uses five rands. You can use it. God can use it. Hello? I think this is where we, we hustle the most. From the small things. So you will see that the person will pay tight on their standard income. But any small thing that comes in. So we, we don't. And, and that's also why we, are, we even in our lives. We are not able to use the small things. Because we don't take them even seriously. So we, we are not. So you just spend it. But if you are going to tithe on it, you will not just spend it because it came to you. You will take your time before you use it. Because it's part of a calculation in your head. Hello? Oh, hi. Are you there first service? Yeah. Oh, no, I hope I preach the same thing in the second service. Yeah, you, you, you do. It's very small. It's not a very important. It's not important in anything. We don't use it for anything. It's an important, unimportant nothing. The tithe of thy prophet. The scriptures are there. Okay, please. The scriptures are there. Just read them. You will be blessed. The tithe on your prophets. When you do something, you make a profit, you have to tithe. You make profit on it, tithe. Amen. You make small profit on it, tithe. Many years ago, my wife used to sell knickknacks and chappies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my wife, she has done things with you. So her mother sent her to school to become a pharmacist. I took her to mission to change her life. <laughs> yeah, she's selling chappies. Knickknacks and chappies. Can you imagine? Titrated knickknacks with chappies. <laughs> yeah, lollipop, chap. You remember, ne? Yeah. Yogeta. Uh-huh. That's when I learned yogeta. She would buy a pack of yogurt. She wasn't working. She do anything to survive. Buy a packet of yogurt. She say one round for you, one for you, one for you, one for one round, one round, one, one for that. She had some canned drink, some canned. I don't know where it's from. I don't even know whether it's really juice. Hey, they should sell it to everybody. I realized that people were not growing tall. I say it must be the juice. <laughs> when she feel, you see her counting coins after. At the close of the day, she'll be counting coins. And the coins, it's not like this big five round coins and things. So 50 cents, 20 cents, uh, one round, two round. Then she'll be counting all of them like that. Then she'll separate. This is my tithe. This is pay tithe in coins. Charlie, may God bless you with a good wife, I tell you. Yeah. Number next one. The tithe of the children. Rahim Sterling, the tithe of the children. The tithe of your children, JD belongs to God. That's the first one that came out. Yeah, the tithe of the children. The tithe. That's how concerned God is about tithing. So when we joke with it, we look very, very unserious. To him, the tithe of the children. The children, even the children. So if you are here, you are a firstborn. You belong to God. I have good news for you. You belong to God. Yeah. Your parents are just um, custodians of you whilst you are around. 
to prepare you to, for God. That's all. You belong. That's all. Hannah, when she prayed for a child, she had a child, I, give you, I take you back to the temple. Go and sweep, go and clean, go and do everything that they tell you in the church to do. Live there. Don't even be a security man in the church. Don't go anywhere. You belong to God. Just go and be there. If, 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 if you are the only child that will come out, you, this particular one, you belong to God. No, 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 no. Now you need to get your own child. Your first child belongs to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the tithe of the tithe. The tithe of the tithe. God said, even the tithe of the tithe. Numbers eighteen twenty six. So even when you pay tithe, we as a church, we tithe on your tithe. Wow. Yeah. We collect all the tithe, including my tithe, which comes from the tithe you have paid that I have been paid. When I tithe, we put all together and then we take the tithe of it and we tithe it. Wow. Yeah, we tithe it. We have been doing it for many years. We tithe the tithe. The tithe of the tithe. Is okay. yes, there? If you like, let's read it. Let's read it. Where is it? 26. Yeah. That speak unto the priest. Levite means priest, okay? Levites were the group of people that God had chosen to be priests. He said, speak to them and say unto them, when ye take of the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you from them for your inheritance, then shall ye offer up and heave offering of it for the Lord. Even, when you see even, what it is trying to say is that this is exactly what I'm saying. Even a tenth part of the tithe. So we tithe the tithe. Yeah. And number seven, I close with this one. Seven things you must know about the tithe. Ignorance is dying in our lives. Ignorance is dying in our lives. Especially concerning tithing. If ever the tithe is used. So God knows that you are around. <laughs> Even before you were born, God knew that you will come around and I will come around. So he said, if by mistake the tithe is used, it should be replaced with interest. Because when you use it, you have, it's not yours. You have either stolen it or you have taken it as a loan. And I want to believe that none of you is a thief. So you have not stolen it. Which means you have borrowed it. Pressure made you borrow it. Let's blame it on on pressure. Pressure made you borrow it. But you have to pay it back. With interest. God is a very for God. God is a very merciful God. I'm telling you. Instead of bringing the punishment of people who chop holy things onto you, he says, just bring it back, bring it with interest, and let's, let's behave as though it never happened. Yeah, just pay back the money from Candler, and then there will be peace of mind. You don't have to go to escort. <laughs> Leviticus <laughs> 27. <laughs> Verse 30 and 31. I think this is our last scripture for today. All the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, it is the Lord's. It is holy unto him. If any man will at all redeem out of his tithe, he shall add thereto a faith path, a faith path thereof. And God has stated clearly his interest rate. He says, if you, if you chop the tithe, when you are bringing it back, bring the tithe plus a fifth of it. Plus a fifth of it. Just bring it. And let's behave like it didn't happen. So that the curse of the devourer, you see, because when you don't tithe, what happens is that God releases the devourer. In fact, not that God releases the devourer. The devourer is already there. He's already there. It's the presence of the devourer. That's why people are not rich. So people work and work and work, but they are not rich because when they work, although they work and get an income, the devourer be, just comes and starts to chop the income. What are some of the devourers? Rent, uh, school fees, 
electricity. What again? Fuel, food, all these things. How many of you have these things in your life? Do you get it? Uh-huh. So what God does when we tithe is that he blocks the mouth of the devourer. You see, there are some things that the devourer does. That one you can't escape. I mean, you want to live somewhere. You have to pay rent. You have to buy electricity. Whose electricity do you want to use? Do you get it? But what God does is that he blocks the mouth of the devourer from bringing unnecessary bills that will chop everything you have. So suddenly you are walking in the shop. You are trying to buy something. Or then you see your, your calf. Your calf. It just hits something. Recently I was in a shop. I was looking for a flask. Then I saw this glass. I, I passed. When I just passed, I turned my hand on my finger, my, my, my finger just naked. And then it fell down, boom. And it. In fact, actually, I took it, I looked at it first. When I, it was very nice. When I saw the price, I said, yo, this one is Tokyo Sequale and Co. Who can buy it? I put it down. <laughs> Unless I have a tender, I can't buy it. It's nice, but I can't buy it. Then I put it down. When I put as soon as I turned, no, I naked, boom. Then it fell down and it crashed. It shattered into pieces. Alas, for it is borrowed. It almost felt like because I couldn't buy it, I've broken it. And it broke. Boom. Look, my... No, it fell. It really fell. And it crashed. My, my, my heart just sank because I could see the money getting out of my account. And I will come home empty-handed. So I just look at it like that. And I just, I went through the motions in my heart from here to down to downstairs. I changed my mind about the flask I was looking for, everything. Then the guy came, he started to sweep everything. Then the manager came. So I was waiting for them to ask me for my card. Then the manager came. When the manager came, so can we have your phone number and something, your name, address, something, something. So I started to say, hey, they are going to send me a bill, eh? Then they wrote, oh, thank you very much. What's it? It's like the account is insured. All these things are insured. It's part of the store. Yeah, so I, I just, my tight block that, block that one. Now, don't go into shops and be breaking things because it's not every shop that has that policy. You pay now. You break, you pay. You'll be shocked. You break. So when they say, oh, I say, oh, is that? He said, yeah, that's it. I said, hey, where's my flags? Please, this one, this one. <laughs> I like, I like. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So when we tithe, what God does is that he blocks the mouth of the devourer. So you see some medical expenses don't come your way. Some days. And look, I've, since the last time I was put in a hospital, I can't remember. That I'm sleeping there. No, 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 no. Since 2003, the year that I got married, was, I came to my wedding from, from the hospital to get married. After that, I've never slept in the hospital before. Up to today. Whether minor procedure, major procedure, all to the glory of God. So God takes some of these things out of your life. He blocks the devourer. From eating whatever you have. Yeah. Eating what so you see. So so it's not like you won't make money or you make money, but you can use at the end. You see, ah, the money has not done anything. The money has not done anything. It has not done. You ever you always check you check your bank statement as though you are a statistician. <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thanks for everyone who's here present. Let ignorance on tithing die today in the name of Jesus. And help us, give us the grace, the wisdom, and the strength to become faithful tithers. We bless you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.
You are here today, you are not born again. If you are to die, you will go to hell. Today, I want to give you a chance to surrender your life to Jesus, to ask Jesus to come into your life and be the Lord and Savior of your life. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you are here this morning. Pastor, please pray with me. I want Jesus to come into my heart. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.